we do our confession. Let's confess. I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Sadek. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills a calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to heal. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished in Sadek. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word tonight, that you minister to us by your spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak forth the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Tend to somebody as you shake their hands. Tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Amen. Now, today I'm studying a brand new series. It's on partnering with God. Hallelujah. Yeah, that we, we need to partner with God. It's a blessing to partner with God. You know, we have business partners uh, where people go into business jointly. Yeah, and so maybe they do 50-50. They say, you know, we will bring resources together. And uh, we will also share the profits. Yeah, and those are business partners yeah, that they do ministry together. Now, business in business, business partners, every uh, partner is expected to do his share, you know, to do what he's supposed to be doing. You know, I cannot be your business partner and I don't do anything. Are you with me? So now, here we're not talking about uh, business, but we're talking about uh, you know, the work of the Lord, the kingdom of God, you know, that God wants us to be partners with him. And just like we put all our efforts, resources, everything into partnership, it's as much as we profit from this partnership. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you cannot expect to profit while you haven't really put in uh, resources in business as a business partner. 
or does it work that way? No. Yeah. If you profit and you haven't, uh, you know, deposit into the business, sacrifice for the business, yeah. but you just want to profit, yeah. we call that stealing. Yeah. And that you want to benefit from where you have not sown. Yeah. And it does not work that way. But when we are partners, uh, uh, God, we, when we partner with God, you know, God expects us to, you know, to put in into the kingdom so that we can benefit from the kingdom. One, two, one, two. Okay. So we, 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 you know, that is, that is what should be happening. So let's go to Third John. It's only one chapter. Uh, we'll start uh, reading from verse 1. Now this is Apostle Paul. He's writing a letter to... Uh, Gaius. And he says, The elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. And what does it say? Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Is that a sacrifice or a profit? Eh? That is it. Is it something? He's saying that I want you to contribute something, or I want you to benefit something. It's a benefit. Yeah. So it's a profit. You know, it's a reward. You know, it's something that we are, you know, receiving. So he says, beloved. I pray, you know, that all may go well with you uh, and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. So at times we look at such scriptures and we claim them, you know, we confess them, we put them the fridge, you know, we put them everywhere. But we need to understand that these scriptures, they've got somewhere where they are coming from. You know, that it is not just, oh, it's a scripture, I need to claim it, I need to, you know, possess it. Now, where is it coming from, this scripture? Let's continue reading. He says, For I rejoice greatly when my brothers came and testified to your truth, as indeed you are walking in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. So, John is excited that Gaius and the church, yeah, that he was leading that they they are walking in the truth 
and it says that I rejoice that my children are walking in the truth. You know, I'm excited about that. And so verse 5, beloved, so he's still speaking to him. It is a faithful thing you do in all your what? Your efforts for these brothers, strangers as they are. Now, which brothers is he talking about? Uh, verse 3 says, I rejoice greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth. Yeah. So uh, they had gone to this church and now they came back to testify to John that, you know, the church is doing well. You know, Gaius and all the people are doing well. And so he says here that I, you know, it's a faithful thing you do in all your efforts for these brothers, strangers as they are, you know, that you took care of them, who testified to your love before the church. Yeah, so they te testify to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on their journey in a manner worthy of God. Yeah, it says, you know, this will be great that they have come to you. You, know, you send them in a manner worthy of God. You know, in a, in a, a, a manner that God, when he looks at it, he will be happy. You know, that my servants came to minister to you, minister to the church, and you took care of them. So by taking care of them, what were, was this church doing? It was partnering with those who preach the gospel. And so he's saying that, you know, this is a testimony that I am hearing. You know, so for they have gone out for the sake of the name. Now, the name here is for the sake of Jesus Christ. Uh, they, they went out for the sake of Jesus Christ, accepting nothing from the Gentiles. Now, he's saying that they were not supported by the Gentiles. Yeah. Uh, if they were pouring fuel, koshel, habafitla koshel, shele didn't say, what are you going? Preach the gospel? Ah, you don't need to pray. Just pour fuel and go. You know, and when they stopped Gostias to have something to eat, you know, are you going to preach the gospel? You know, please, you know, uh, let's get my line. You know, uh, just, you know, come in, get the food, whatever you want, and go. The people who go and preach the gospel experience that. No. Yeah. So, when we go out there, we are accepting nothing from the Gentiles. What we are saying is that the Gentiles are not out there to, uh, uh, to say, oh, okay, you're, you're going to, uh, to do the work of the Lord, you know, just go. You know, you don't, you, you know, just we, we will, 
says that 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 did not happen yeah so it was not the gentiles responsibilities to make sure that they were taken care of and so that's that's why he says he accepting nothing from the gentiles therefore now because they accepted nothing meaning they never they were never supported by the uh, gentiles therefore we ought to do what support people like this yeah. and when we support them what should be happening that we may be what fellow workers for the truth so uh, supporting the servants of god then they are fellow workers for the truth so when we support the work of god uh, when we, part, we we when we support the work of god we are partnering with god you know, we need to understand that that uh, these people yeah i'm talking about those who were called by god did not call themselves yeah they obeyed god you know god called them and they left everything they followed jesus they follow you know god and so as they followed god uh, they went out in the name of the lord and so when now uh, the work is done people uh, went out in the name of the lord when we support the work then we are partnering with god so i want to show you through this series that yeah, it is an important thing to partner with god yeah, to make god your partner that you you i mean when you are working with god you know god will also look after you because you are partnering in his kingdom and so he says by so doing you are fellow workers you know in the truth in the truth here is you know the gospel hallelujah are you following me so far okay i'm getting somewhere so uh, just bear with me and so we ought to support people like this that we may be fellow workers for the truth so we become fellow workers for the kingdom of god hallelujah now let's go to second corinthians chapter 11 now second corinthians the the church in corinth yeah, had so many challenges and one of the thing was that they were not regarding apostle paul you know as an apostle yeah, they were looking down at him and there were people who were you know 
influencing the whole church against Apostle Paul. And there were other people who would come in and try to influence the church against Apostle Paul. And Apostle Paul preached to them. He established the church. Yeah, but there would be other people that would come and try to influence the church against Apostle Paul. And so uh, Paul now is writing letters to them you know, to show them that what you are doing, it is not in order. Yeah, and, and this is still you know, a, a message to, to us today yeah, that uh, when we are saving God, you know, God has planted you to be in the house of the Lord, in God's tabernacle, Christian family church, and that there would be people that Satan would send to try to discourage you from saving God. Yeah. And then why is he doing that? He would be doing that to dislodge you from where you're planted, to uproot you, yeah, and uh, in many ways to take you out. Yeah, and, and he knows that the moment you are out of the will of God, you know, you are vulnerable. Are you with me? You see, that's why I don't ever influence anybody, any Christian who is serving God in another church, you know, I never influence that, oh, come to our church. Because if I do that, God had planted them in the church, and then Nakiatla, I unplant them, I uproot them, you know, I take them out of the will of God, you know, I say, come and be with us here. And most of the time when they come, you know, because I have called them out of the church, you know, uh, where God has called them into, I bring them here, and they become misfit here, and they start to create problems. And I don't only, you know, uh, confuse them, I confuse their lives, their families, you know, everything about them becomes a mess because they are just out of the will of God. And so, uh, we need to be where God has planted us to be. Are you with me? You know, we need to serve God. Where, when God has called us to be at God's tabernacle, Christian family church, it must be settled in our hearts that this is where God has called us to be, and this is where we will serve. Yeah. Now, when people come to try to uh, discourage you, yeah, or to say a couple, you know, things that, oh, you know, why Muruti, you know, why, you know, this week would you realize, you know, things like those. Yeah, that is to try to sow a seed in your heart, you know, to dislodge you from where God 
planted you. So you need to be very careful and know that, you know, God has called me to be a member in God's tabernacle. And, and this is where his blessings for me are, you know. And this is where I will be, you know, and I will support the work of God. I will put my, my shoulder behind the wheel and I will work because God has called me to be here. It's all about the call of God. It's all about the purpose of God. You're faithful in what God has called you to be. That is what is important. Amen? And so the church in Corinth you know, had such people. I mean, when you read from the first letter, you know, uh, chapter 9, chapter 10, and also here in this, you know, second, second Corinthians, Paul is dealing with issues that were troubling the church in Corinth. You know, and so what we are reading here is uh, the problem so he says here, verse 5, Indeed, I consider that I'm not in the least inferior to these super apostles. These were super apostles. Yeah, speaking down at Paul. Yeah, saying negative things about Apostle Paul. He says, I'm not least you know, inferior to these people. Even if I am unskilled in speaking, I am not so in knowledge. Indeed, in every way we have made this plain to you in all things. Or did I commit? Now, that's what I want to us to look at. He says, did I commit a sin in humbling myself so that you might be exalted because I preach God's gospel to you free of charge? It says, did I commit a sin by so doing? Now, Paul went to Corinth and when he went to Corinth, you know, uh, he never, he, he never spoke on challenging them on, you know, giving. You know, he never spoke to them about giving and supporting the work of God. And uh, these other super apostles, they would come and now, you know, uh, get monies from these Corinthians. And so now he created a problem you know, that, uh, you know, they were not now, you know, not, not, not regarding Paul as anything. He says, you know, did I really make a mistake? So he's now reflecting on it, you know, that I made a mistake. I never challenge you on giving. And now, because I never challenge you on giving, you never learn to partner in the gospel. 
And that is not a mistake that we want to commit. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't want to commit that mistake where people never learn to partner in the gospel. Yeah. Then, where God has called you to be, you need to know that, you know, I, 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 I am a partner in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That uh, when we say God's tabernacle needs to do this, we are talking about you. We are not talking about uh, somebody else, you know. But we are talking about you, and you are a partner in the gospel. And so, if you are not partnering at God's tabernacle, where are you partnering? Amen. It's a good message. Yeah. I'm asking myself, where are you partnering with? Yeah. And so, this is the truth that we need to receive and to understand. Yeah. And I'm preaching to you in love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and when we talk about partnering, yeah, I, I want to teach you the truth of the Word of God. It's not because I'm hungry. Yeah? Yeah, it's not because, I mean, when we had, uh, you, you attended that session that we had, when we had on family day, eh? yeah, that God has taken care of me. You know, uh, really, God has taken care of me. I am doing well. You know, I'm not trying to raise money. Just, just, you know, erase that for me. I'm not trying to raise money. I'm trying to teach you on partnership with God. And so, the church is doing well. Yeah, we, you know, we, uh, uh, but but we can do better. Yeah. There are a lot of things that we can do for the kingdom. Yeah. As you know that we are we are this year we have embarked on buying buses. Yeah. It's it's what we, we want to do. Yeah, we all of us. You know. And so uh, you know, it's 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 what we want to do, yeah. And so, uh, so that won't just happen. Uh, it will, it will take people partnering with with God. Now, those buses, who will be in those buses? Is it me going home? You know, in that bus, is it benefiting me? Not at all. Yeah. But it's for the kingdom. Amen. Yeah. We are not even charging you. You know, somebody was asking me, you know, how much are the people paying when they uh, get into the buses? I said, no, they're not paying anything. 
Actually, I began to think about it. Say maybe. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah, are you in the spirit that we should do something? <laughs> So I said, no, I'm not paying anything. So church, you know, uh, the devil will, will preach to you and tell you all sorts of things. Okay, now, Baba Tlachelete. He won't show you that those buses will be doing great for the kingdom of God. And I mean, you look at where they are going to, collecting people, bringing them to the church. There are people today that are standing in God, growing in God because they were collected. They were brought to church. They are growing, you know. And they are future ministers, future, you know, uh, great people in the kingdom of God because of the resources that were uh, uh, were used because there were people who partnered uh, with God. And so we, we you know uh, Apostle Paul says that did I commit a sin in humbling myself that you may be exalted. Yeah. I humble myself that you may be exalted. Yeah, because he says, I preach God's gospel to you free of charge. So free of charge meaning that they never paid for the gospel. But was the gospel free of charge? No. Look at the following verse. Look at what he says. He says, I rob other churches. I rob them. Eh? Yeah. So, Luna Bakorint, you know, Allah Patela Selomo, you know, but, but that did not mean hurry. the gospel was free. It took money to preach to you and to establish you in the kingdom. And how did that happen? He says, I robbed other churches. He didn't rob Steers. He didn't rob Sassol. He didn't rob Caltex. He didn't rob you know, KFC. He didn't rob Checkers. He didn't rob you know, Galitos. He, he didn't rob you know, all other things. He robbed what? Churches. So meaning, uh, where should partnership come from? Churches. So that is why John says that, uh, we, we read, he said, you know, they did not accept anything from the Gentiles. Because it was churches that were to support 
the kingdom of God. And so, uh, God has, God is using you and I who are in the church to support the vision of the church. If you are expecting money from America, it will never work. If you are expecting, you know, somebody somewhere will, you know, do something uh, and give us, you know, the dollars to buy buses, it will never happen. That's why I don't go anywhere to raise money. I've never done that. You know, people used to have, you know, printed pamphlets and go and raise money. You know, we are doing this and it doesn't work. The least that we did was to sell, you know, clothes. Remember, when we were building the, hey, you know, the building, you know, the pre, we were building, you know, Shem, you know, <laughs> What are you going to do? Gary, five randa, lady, two randa. Not much. Eh? Yeah, we did that. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. And then we saw that it doesn't work. This thing does not work. And who is the raffle? You know, who is the colocotone? Reverta Folemo or Are, 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 you know, the gluke, Are, Are, Rire. You know, let's round, ridiculous. You know, Tafole. It does not work. You know, I challenge very, very, cut ten randa here in Sakosha or Olave, cut twenty randa always. Olave, I cut it into a inch. Hey, all these gimmicks. They don't work. Eh? They don't work. Yeah, but what will work is partnership. Yeah. To know that this is my responsibility. You see, I have children. When they were going to school, I didn't send them next door. Please. But no, I knew that this is my responsibility. I cannot run away from it. Are you with me? And so also now, in the church, you know, partners know that this is my responsibility. I cannot run away from this. So Paul says that, you know, he, di he didn't teach them at Corinth. And, and you look at Corinth, that's why Corinth had a lot of problems. The 
because it's like when you fail Mori finances, it's created so many, so many problems. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, my Khalimela, Badira this, oh, my Khalimela, Badira this, my Khalimela. Hey, it's because he never taught them to be partners. You see, if you are not a partner, you don't have a vision for that. If, if I'm a business partner, I'm carrying the vision of the business. I won't play anyhow because I'm a partner. So when I partner with God, I won't play around. Yeah. We'll be looking at the church in Philipp, Philippian church. Yeah. And you, there is no way more polar ever rebuke a thing. He does not rebuke them. He does not correct them. He does not. I mean, that church was perfect. Because it's a church that understood partnership. It's a church that understood partnership. Yeah. And so, uh, Paul says, I robbed other churches by accepting support from them. And what was that support to do? In order to save you, uh, 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 Corinthians. I accepted support from them in order to save you. Now, that word accept is the same way that they use, uh, John used, right? He says, accepting nothing from the Gentiles. So in other words, he never requested anything from the Gentiles. So here he's saying that he requested support from them, the other churches. He challenged them. That is why he says, I robbed you. Yeah. Now, Apostle Paul also uses the word, I robbed. I robbed means I disadvantaged you. I took something from you that you should have gotten. I took it away from you. Now, what is it that he took away from? He took away from them, you know, uh, the knowledge that we are partners with God. He took away from them the blessing, Yahore, you know, when I give, is given back unto me. You know, the open windows, uh, that God will open windows above and he will pour blessing upon them. He took that away from Corinthians. That's why he said, I robbed you. I robbed other churches. You know, I robbed other churches. I, you know, uh, I took a, a advantage of other churches. I mean, other churches were, were blessed while you, you, you never got the blessing. So, you know, partnering with God, it is such a big thing. Yeah. And God calls us to partner with him. You know, when, when God called me into ministry, 
remember uh, I had a desire. I, I knew that, you know, I had, oh, let me put it this way. I had, I had a desire to be a minister. <clears throat> At that time, we were Methodists, so I said, you know, I want to be a Methodist, Methodist minister. And so, uh, but, you know, later when as I, you know, grew up, forgot about, you know, going into, so I said I wanted to be a, a, a doctor, a medical doctor. And, uh, but when I got saved at the age of 70, when I got saved, that thing just came back for, to wait for God. And then, but now, when I look at the people, the pastors around that time, they were struggling, you know, they were not doing well. So I said, please, God, I don't want to be like them. Yeah, so I said, at least let me have a qualification. God, if I can just become a doctor, and then I work two, four years, so, so get some money. At least when I go into ministry, you know, <clears throat> I am, you know, it, 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 it will be working out. Yeah. Uh, but God said, no. You know, I want you to go for ministry. You know, I said, okay, God, let me take then a four-year course. You know, I will do a pharmacy. Yeah, I will be a pharmacist. It only takes four years, God, you know. At least, I mean, it's a sacrifice from seven years to four years, you know. <clears throat> and God still said no. I said, okay, God, let me do occupational therapy then. It's three years, you know. I'll be a therapist, occupational therapy, you know, and it's three years, you know. God said no. Yeah. And uh, you know, when I was supposed to go to Medunza, they accepted me, and you know, God spoke so strong that you're taking a wrong route. I remember I wrote a telegram. That time it was telegrams. Do you know what's that telegram? <laughs> not not your social media. I mean, a real <laughs> telegram. <laughs> You know, telegram. I'm a talk of it. You know. Eh? Wrong one. So, because you pay for every letter. So, how sorry? Oh, you cost a mass. You know. Yeah, Papa. How? Oh, Papa. Talk of it. Telegram. Same day, by Griaqua, you know, message you fitly. Yeah, and uh, so what, what uh, like we will go, go, you know, go <coughs> township, Tembis. Uh, so when a postman comes with a telegram, you cry before, you cry before, that's the truth. Because before we bull a telegram, you cry. <laughs> you know? It's bad news. You know that this is not carrying good news. Yeah. And so, 
Anyway, uh, I sent a telegram. I don't know. I just had a feeling, Yahore, one space, and I'm not coming. And somebody might need that space. So let me do an honest thing. Tell them that I'm not coming. And so I sent uh, the telegram there. And uh, it was difficult. Yeah, God, I cried to God, God, how ready, you know. You don't love me, God. You know, you, you, know, you don't want me to have a, you know, a career. You know, God, you want me to suffer like the pastors that I see suffering, you know, and so forth. It was painful. God will just come comfort you. Yeah. Then, you know, uh, Siemens, Siemens, you know, you know, Siemens, Siemens, it's electronics and so forth. You know, yeah, the opportunity came there. And uh, they said, no, you can go and run. Uh, so for, for uh, do electrical engineering you know, so for uh, you know uh, one and a half year 18 months you do theory you know, another 18 months you do practicals so at least when you do practicals you know you're gaining you're getting something <laughs> you know, so I said I'm going to do it so I enrolled you know and then I said God you know, it's it's no longer three years now. You know, love bargaining. I have really sacrificed Mudim. You know, now it's one and a half year, just one and a half year theory. Then I will, you know, then I will do the other one and a half year. You know, get some money, get salary, get qualification. You know, so when I prayed about it. I said, because all, every time I knew, Jorge, what the answer is going to be no. 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 So this one, it was an announcement to God. God, I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's actually, that's the prayer I made. I said, God, whether you agree or not, I am going. Yeah, that's what I, I did. And then I went. It was not Trent Transvaal at that time. You know, Technicon, uh, I went there. Yeah. And so, yeah, so, <laughs> I can find my way through. Anyway, I went there. First six months, we couldn't write because of, you know, the unrest. Yeah. I went to second semester. And so, January, we're supposed to go back, you know. And the unrest continued. Yeah, I was John. Yeah. Let me tell you, you know, we went there to write, eh? And so they organized, you know, with the lecturers that were going to be writing in a particular, you know, lecture hall and so forth. You know, people are out there. Nobody's writing, nobody's doing things. So some of us, because I wanted 
to get this, you know, done with, finish. Yeah. So I said, I'm going. So we went. We sat down, you know, in a class. Yeah. And the word went out that there are some students who are writing. The sellouts. <laughs> yeah? The dissenter. Yes. And so the mob came. They came. You know. And the lecturer realized that when Pomi says, leave everything here. Get out. And so we say, how are we going to get out? Yeah. And so this is what we'll do. So when we get out, when we got out, yeah, we say, where are they? They're writing. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? They sell out. Where are they? Where are they? That's how we survived. <laughs> yeah. That's how we survived. Yeah, that, you know, we were looking for people that are writing. Well, it was us who were writing. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, I were there meeting, strategizing, you know, so forth. Yeah. And then they closed the Tenicon. We went. We went home. And so, uh, when I got home, God said, told you. And I, I, I was I, I, I was visiting my uncle in Soweto Kopumlong uh, next to Kilani and I remember the house. You know, I didn't tell you that Kopumlong so I told you that Kopumlong so I told so, see, people love my preaching so much that uh, they, you know. <laughs> so, we, we, were, we were there, you know, and uh, what happened is, you know, I, I, I remember the house clearly. Can you switch off? I, I remember the house uh, clearly. There was a fig tree at the back. Yeah. And then I was there. It was in the evening. And I cried. Yeah. I cried. God spoke to me and said that. Yeah. That's where I had an encounter with God. Yeah. I had an encounter with God right there. Yeah. And God said that I have called you into ministry. And so I asked God, God, so what should I do now? Gave me clear instruction. I want you to get a job, you know, and then I want you to go to Bible school in the evening, attend in the evenings, you know, get, get a job, you know, work. And, you know, <clears throat> that's where I said yes. That's why that spot, you know, is so much, and what happened there, it's so much vivid because that's where I responded. Ultimately, I responded to the call of God. I said, God, whatever you say, I will do it. 
it was not it was not easy i mean i, I was good in maths and in science and uh, so i you know i mean when when you meet the former classmates eh, they know that you are one of the top students good students they ask you what are you doing i mean it was humbling yeah it was not uh, easy yeah it was humbling but that's where i i i chose us and you know i'm following god i will do what god says i need to do yeah. and so i applied for a job i think i only applied one job costan and bank and they called me for interview yeah and we went for interview we wrote a aptitude test and uh you know remember we are a group and then from there but then but so and so so and so so and so so and so you know uh you know please remain they call the names please remain and your name is not called and say the rest you know please go out you know and they take us to another group <laughs> and uh, so they speak to those people and then from there they release them so from there they say you can come in so when we when they that's when you know we thought that rona we failed the aptitude test <laughs> so khante rona ke rona who pass the aptitude uh, test and so then you know uh, they would take us one by one you know to different cubicles we sit down to talk about the salary you know and then i remember they offered me was it 400 and something i know that it was 100 100 rand less <clears throat> so 400 and something and i said no I mean I've never worked but I negotiated se khwanyana ndzeke se tsebanyana so I knew I said no I said no no this is the final you know uh, offer that we given so I said you know to the so it's a white lady I said to her I said have you seen my metric results have you seen she says no no I said please go and check and she stood up and went you know and checked my uh, uh, metric results she came back say fine we'll give you you know 500 and you know a 100 rand more yeah. i said thank you i will take that so 500 and something per month that was my salary <clears throat> you know my first uh, salary so on the 1st of may 1980 1980 month 86 that's when i started working yeah. uh, i know that you were not born that time but <laughs> that's when <laughs> i started working but now what what i'm getting at is that in uh, 86 there was a great uh, you know recession economy was just bad there were no employment no jobs 
whatever. But God opened a door, supernatural. Look, that's where I saw her, this is God. You know, God gave me a job. You know, and a uh, few days later they called me because I put in her, I can work for Olifant or Isando or Kempton Park. So those are three options that I gave. <coughs> and so they, uh, they called me, Standard Bank, Kempton Park, you know, come and work. First of May, it was a May day, yeah? you know, Workers' Day. So I went got somewhere, end of April, I reported, I said, please, as you know that, the first, you know, it is strike. It was not an official holiday, né? you know, but uh, the ones I made was, uh, you know, I didn't have mail. And as care, as, as, as quail. Yeah, you know. So I went and reported, I said, you know, I'm supposed to come here, bring the, uh, uh, you know, <coughs> the letter, or this is, you know, I'm supposed to be here on the 1st of May, as you know that, you know, the 1st of May. You know the situation. I'll come on the second. So the, uh, the personnel manager said it's fine. You know, come on the second. On the second of May, that's when I reported for duty. Yeah. And so I serve God. I, I, you know, I live for God and uh, and and so forth. So, but now what? I am getting at is this that yeah, I took a decision that I will serve God. You know, I took a decision that I will partner with God. And when I look back, I realize that God has been good to me. God never left me, God never fors uh, forsook me. You know, God took care of me. You know, here I am today, and I'm grateful to God for what he has done. <clears throat> you know, and, uh, you know, whatever qualifications, you know, today, Lanka Kopanaliri, my former classmate, uh, oh, you, okay, hey, you know, you must check my title. Eh? I'm not doing that. But what I'm saying is that I just see the goodness of God. Amen? Yeah, I just see the goodness of God. And I'm grateful. And so it is always a blessing to partner with God. God will never shortchange you. And so Paul says here that I robbed other churches by accepting support from them in order to serve you. He says, I did that so that I will support you. I never taught you how to be partners, but I taught others. Now, Look at the following verse. It says, And when I was with you, 
and was in need. Eh? He was, Paul was in need because the gospel will cost you money. It will, it costs money. You know, just to be here, it costs money. Just to have a service running, it costs money. And there are costs involved. And we do an alternative, it costs money. That you're able to see online, it costs money. So, he says, when I was with you and was in need, and he says, I did not burden anyone. But what happened? For the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied my need. So I refrain and will refrain from burdening you in any way. He says, there were people who supported me. They supplied my need. Now, who are the people in Macedonia? You remember Paul wanted to go and preach, you know, somewhere, and then the Holy Spirit hindered them, stopped them, said, you're not going to go there. And he tried, you know, several times, and the Holy Spirit said, no, you're not going. And then they were now stranded. They didn't know, where are we going? You know, what's going to happen? And so at night, Paul had a vision. He saw what? A man from Macedonia. A man from Macedonia and a man who stood up and said, Please, Paul, come and help us here. Come over here. And then in the morning, uh, he realized that they needed to go to Macedonia. Across the river, they went. The first place, town, that they went into was Philippi. That's where they preach the gospel. Next week we'll talk about that. Uh, preach the gospel. And so when the Bible talks about Macedonia, brethren, it's talking about the Philippian church. That is the church. Yeah. And we look at this church. I mean, you look at the, uh, uh, the, the Paul preach. He preached at uh, Philippi when he was when he went out, he went to Thessalonica, then he went to Berea, then he went to Athens. Yeah. And it was later on that he went to Corinth. So after he started churches, yeah, that the brethren in Macedonia understood that Paul has some needs. He's preaching the gospel. We need to partner with him. Those were partners in the gospel. Yeah. And so, uh, partnering with God is a very important thing that every one of us need to know that I am a partner in the
the kingdom of God. That my resources, I will avail my resources for the kingdom. And you know, tithing is just a small part of partnering. One, two, one, two. Tithing is just the beginning. It's a baby steps. So when we talk about partnering, we're talking about really going all out for the kingdom. And that's what we need to learn. You go all out for the kingdom of God. You know, when we say we are buying buses, you know, that you would say that, you know, Pastor, please leave one bus to me. I will buy it for the church. Yeah. But if we are still struggling at tithe, Will that ever happen? Leave one bus for me. And so, we, you, you know, we, you see, people that understand that they are partners, they will go all out for the kingdom of God. And you say we are building, they'll say, Pastor, you know, the roof is on my account. Yeah. Pastor, I will do this for the kingdom. Yeah. That is partnering. Yeah. That is partnering in the kingdom of God. Yeah. And thank God that you know, we have had great partners, you know, people that really understand partnership. Yeah. I mean, there are a number of people that sold their houses and took the money and brought it to the church. You will never know them. But they are there. They look innocent. You know. Uh, but you know what? They have partnered with the gospel. And they didn't do that. You know, ah, you know, so and so. You know, no. They're just quiet. They're doing it for the kingdom. You know, and uh, you know, they sold. Yeah, maybe they had about three or whatever properties. They say, I'll take one property and sell it and give it to the kingdom of God. The money. That's partnering. Pastor Luis and I, we did that. And when we sold our house, took the money, gave it to the kingdom, it was partnering. When we refinance our house, you know, and took the money, pay off uh, the car, and so it's partnering. We're talking about serious money in the kingdom. And that is why, you know, I look back, I said, God, you have been good. And that there is no way that a person will fail when he has learned to partner with God in the kingdom. And so, it's a blessing to partner with God. You know, it's a blessing to know that, you know, my business will be used for the extension of the kingdom of God. Yeah. That I will be in business and I will be in business for the sake of the kingdom. 
You see, when you do that, you say, I will be in business for the sake of the kingdom, telling that God will open doors for you. Even when there is no business, God will create business for you because he understands that, you know, you are there for the kingdom. And I've seen people doing that. I've seen the opposite also, whereby people, instead of, you know, partnering with God, but they taking the church for, you know, eh? they want to rob the church. My, my heart bleeds when I think of so many Christians that have taken advantage of the church. Really. My heart bleeds. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and unfortunately, when you do that, you see, a church, I, I, I say to people, I say that, you know, when you do something for the kingdom of God, of course we understand, you know, unless a person gives, you know, and, and so forth, but when you do something for the kingdom of God, I say, give me a fair price and a good service. We will pay you. We don't want, from the church, we don't want to take advantage of anybody. Yeah. But when people promise you heaven and earth, you know, this thing will do that, that thing will do that, and that thing will do that. And then you say, okay, let's do it. When it comes to delivery, dololo. But they've taken the money. And you look at them, realize, oh, you know, when you do that, you're just inviting How can things go well with you when you took the money but you didn't deliver? I've seen that. Yeah, somebody came up. Yeah, we were building. I think is the uh, children's church. Yeah. We order, you know, the roof, you know, and you know, uh, this is how much is, is it. And then we get, say, no, give me the money. I say, no, give us the, the, uh, where, the company where, you know, where to pay the, uh, that. You know, so he came, came with, the, uh, with the account. You know, this is the account. This is where to. So we deposited the money to the company. And I got my girl, how? Week one, week two, week three, you know, week four. I think I feel What's happening? And so when we, uh, when we went there, yeah. hey, when we went there, we realized one thing, okay, because we, we, we saw that the check was cashed by the company. You know, the money is really more accounting, right? But Masenka Afi. So when we when we went there uh, after some weeks to find out, but where where the uh, uh, you know where is the sheet metal? 
Now, what's happening? And the guy took us and said, oh, so-and-so, yeah, you pay the money, you know. Uh, but he came back because I guess he's, he's a leader in the church. He presented himself, no, I am, you know, in the board, I'm in the leadership of the church. And then he said, you know what? He said, he told, the church has changed its mind that they are no longer buying the sheet metal so you can refund us. So they wrote a check in his name. He took the check, he went to the bank and cashed the check. So because it was a check, né? after some time I gave up well ago. So by the time Ronaro inquired, already the check had been cashed, you know, statement city check, it has come, it gone back to the company. So they showed us, oh, this is the check that he cashed, this is his signature, this is his ID. Christians, talking about Christians, You think that it will go well with such a person? I can tell you story after story. And, you know, it's a blessing to partner with God, to know this, that, you know, I am behind the vision of the church, what God is doing in the church. I will support the work of God. I will, I will partner, you know, with God. And just like the Macedonia that supplied for the needs of Paul, that I, my prayer is that everyone in this church would be like that Macedonian church would be like a Philippian church that would take the vision, grab it, and apply it, you know, run with the vision, and say that, you know, whatever is needed, we are there. We are there for the kingdom. Hallelujah. And this what this message that I'm preaching here, it's like an elevation into another level. That we are stopping being, you know, just playing on that level. Yeah. We are now rising up into another level of partnership partnership. I mean, we hear testimonies of people who would take the 90% of their business into the kingdom of God, and they just live on 10%. And how God takes care of them. Yeah. And uh, 
people would say that, you know, I bequeath everything unto the kingdom. Yeah. That I am giving to the kingdom. And I believe that that is what, you know, we need in this church. Amen? Yeah. If we are to build a thousand churches in our lifetime, it will need partners. God is like waiting for people that he can channel his resources through. People that he can trust. People that uh, he, he can know, who he, you know, these ones. I can channel my resources through them. And, and uh, I know that churches will be built. Buses will be bought. You know, the uh, whatever it's needed in the kingdom will be established because I trust these people. Yeah. And so as I say, tithe is just just give them A. You know, them A. Sub A. That's what it is. So we need to be people that that will say that, you know, uh, I will go all out for the kingdom. I will go all out for the kingdom. People that God can entrust them with big monies. And when I say big monies, I'm talking about clean monies. We don't want dirty money. We want clean money. So do a clean business, not dirty business. Don't rob somebody and then you bring them uh, the, the money here. We don't want that. Don't go and do drugs and bring the money here. We don't want that money here. Yeah. You, you, you deal with diamonds and you bring the money. We don't want that money here. We want clean business. That is blessed of God. That will work for the kingdom. Amen? Did you gain something from the Lord? Praise God. Can we say this together? Father God, help me to be an instrument that you can use for the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God, that you will help me to partner with you in the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, my popular, uh, popular man.